Hello, this is DMN Special Features Editor Elise Dupre. Welcome to another DMN one-on-one podcast. Today's guest is Kendall Collins, CMO of Application Intelligence Solution Provider AppDynamics. Kendall works with a number of customers, including United Airlines and eHarmony, and he previously served as CEO of Salesforce Cloud. Kendall, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Elise. Great to be here. So as someone who has held more than one C-suite position, what kind of unique value do you think CMOs provide that other positions can't quite offer? So I think the CMO role has always been really a hot seat, probably for the last several decades. I think it's been one of those roles that has transitioned a lot from a lot of kind of soft arts and print advertising and things that you think of in the Mad Men age to you know, truly a digital marketer in the past several years. And I think now, as increasingly brands are online in so many different mediums, especially applications, I think a lot of CMOs are increasingly chief digital officers. So I think it is a really interesting role uh, that is shifting. You see people like myself who have more of a product background. I spent the last four years really in the research and development side of Salesforce. Uh, Prior to that, I was a CMO. So I kind of took a break from being a CMO. I played with technology, built a number of mobile apps, and then I kind of came back to being a CMO in a very different industry. Interesting. You couldn't get away from it, huh? (laughs) You know, I think once a marketer, always a marketer. There you go. And I think, you know, for a lot of marketers, the most interesting thing you should think about is how do I change a really big market? Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to change a big market, there's just a lot of ways to do it. There's Mm -hmm. kind of the traditional marketing mediums, but increasingly a lot of that is the product experience. Mm Yeah, can you talk to me a little bit more about um, the shift that we're seeing and how the CMO's role is evolving? Sure, I think that if you look at, you know, uh, the world out there today, one of our customers, Royal Bank of Scotland, uh, RBS, Mm -hmm. they will tell you that the busiest branch they have is the 7.15 a.m. train to Paddington Station. And the reason is because people are using mobile apps increasingly to engage and interact with the company. And, you know, as companies kind of move through this digital transformation as they've been doing for the past decade, the truth is most companies are adolescents. Hmm. They're not really mature in this technology. And your competition, when you have one of these mobile apps, isn't even the nearest bank. It isn't that company in your industry. It's really somebody like Google or Mm -hmm. Facebook. Because these technology companies have really changed the way we think about apps. Mm -hmm. You know, every time I pick up Google, it's like reading my mind in the type (laughs) ahead. The Facebook feed is incredibly fast and it brings up all these photos. So people look at that experience and they say, why isn't my banking app or my airline app, Mm -hmm. why isn't it responding and performing in the same way? That's a pretty heavy weight for a lot of marketers that the brand experience is so closely tied to the technology. Definitely. Now, there are a couple of new titles creeping up into the marketing industry, uh, the chief experience officer, the chief customer officer. Do you think that there's a chance that these new titles could ever edge out the CMO? You know, I think it's a really interesting idea, and I think it's possible. Anything is possible. And I think that, you know, for a long time, I'll give you the example, which was uh, Wells Fargo. Mm -hmm. I met their CMO probably 10 years ago, and she was one of the first CMOs to bring all of customer service under marketing. And it was an interesting conversation because she said to me, you know, it's crazy. Half of our company is trying to get people on the phone to market and sell things to them. And the other half is like trying to get people off the phone as fast as possible and solve their problem. Right. You know, why aren't customer service and marketing kind of under the same roof? Mm -hmm. You know, and that kind of goes to this point you have, which is, isn't it really all about the customer experience? Customer service is such a huge part of experience. Mm -hmm. Yet we tend to not think of that as the primary job of a CMO today. Interesting. 
So what do you think that CMOs overall could do better and how can they really get to this point? Well, I think for most CMOs today, they have spent the last five to six years trying to, you know, really dig out of a lot of technical debt. You know, their websites probably haven't been up to par. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they haven't been mobile friendly. Maybe they've been dabbling in using Google for search engine marketing and these types of things. And they finally have gotten all of that working. But the interesting thing is that, you know, the world has really moved to applications. Mm -hmm. You know, I can tell a lot about a person if I look at your mobile phone and I pull up the apps that you have on it. Mm -hmm. I can tell a lot about where you spend your time you know, and, and, and your energy and also your money. Mm -hmm. And I think that increasingly marketers really have to be, you know, mobile and app centric. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big shift to think about how that app is performing and what its results are. Marketers have tended to think only about acquisition, mm -hmm. but engagement and retention in that app is probably the new top metric. Absolutely. I mean, there are so many apps out there today. How do you even get yours to stand out? <laughs> I think, you know, it's an interesting, you know, dimension, which is the app store has now got millions of apps on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every week I think people are trying new things. But, you know, the truth is, I, I think I read a statistic, which is less than a fourth of people ever even return to an app after mm. the first time they've downloaded it and tried it. Wow. So you think about that abandonment rate, we're basically saying 75% of people never even come back to your app. So, you know, it's always been true. You never get a second chance to make a great first impression. Right. Well, it's really true with your mobile app. So, as we mentioned, you're the CMO of App Dynamics. Can you tell us a bit about the company for those of our readers and followers who aren't quite as familiar with it? Sure. App Dynamics started about eight years ago in San Francisco. And, you know, it had a really interesting vision, which is, you know, what if we could drive the performance of applications mm -hmm. and also drive the performance of the business as the app and the business have increasingly converged. And the thing that we do is we spend a lot of time really looking at the speed, the reliability, but also the business execution and efficacy of how an application works. And I think this is a kind of a fascinating thing for me. I was starting to use the product as, uh, uh, as a developer and somebody on the R&D side. But now I kind of see the power as a marketer because when I think about it, you know, AppDynamics is solving one of the most important problems, which is driving performance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that speed is really, really important. You think about the abandonment rate. I read an interesting article. Somebody told me that um, Amazon loses a billion dollars a month if their service or their app is slow by a second. <laughs> wow. Right? Because people get frustrated. Things don't work in a shopping cart. The credit card hangs. Hey, maybe PayPal is having a slow moment. Mm -hmm. All of those things are obstructions to mm -hmm. people's engagement, spending more time, or spending more money. You know, this has not traditionally been something that I think a marketer's had to think about. Mm -hmm. And now a marketer has to try and think about, you know, understanding A, is it their business strategy, their marketing strategy that's kind of impacted what's going on, or B, is it like a technical problem that's actually impacted what's going on? And we try and give people that clear visibility end-to-end -to, -end to do that. So that seamless experience really is becoming essential today. Yes, I think that, you know, today people, they honestly, they don't even want to go into the bank branch most of the time. I think most <laughs> people would prefer, you know, to have a really quick app experience. Call centers for a long time used to be a really effective way. You get a person on the phone and say, hey, sometimes I want to get somebody on the phone. But a lot of times I don't want to wait in a queue. 
right. and then actually talk to somebody if I can do it with five taps on my mobile phone. Mm -hmm. But those five taps have to be available and they have to be fast. Mm -hmm. And it's not just e-commerce applications, you think about streaming. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have cable television anymore, mm -hmm. which makes it very hard to watch things like, you know, March Madness, like right. we were talking about a few minutes ago. But, you know, I'm streaming Game of Thrones. I'm streaming, you know, NFL, you know, ticket on DirecTV. And, you know, whether it's HBO or uh, DirecTV, which is now part of AT&T, you know, these are all AppDynamics customers. Mm -hmm. Because they're streaming to tens of millions of users, you know, every Sunday night. And let me tell you, when people don't get their football or their Game of Thrones or whatever that, you know, TV show is that they're following, uh, you know, they get upset. Mm -hmm. So I think a big part of a company's brand is their ability to kind of deliver content in that efficient way. Yeah, Kendall and I uh, are going to have to table the March Madness conversation because it could get a little too competitive. But uh, <laughs> continuing with the podcast, you talked about um, Roe Bank of Scotland. Can you give me another example of a customer who's been able to use your technology to really solve a problem? Sure. One of the customers that you know I've been most excited about is United. Mm -hmm. I think that you know we all know United Airlines, uh, you know, has an incredibly difficult job. You know, flying tens of thousands of flights, moving millions of people, and you know, doing it with trying to have a very high bar for customer service and experience. And it's one of those businesses where you know so many small things can go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you know they've really doubled down on investing in their technology experience. I read an article the other day, uh, although I didn't hear this from United directly, but I read an article where it said their budget's going up for IT by 400%. Wow. So they're really thinking about their website, they're thinking about their mobile apps, and they're trying to do things in a really efficient end-to-end -end way. And you know for us, uh, we just want to support what is really an amazing team of people there who I think are trying to delight employees, mm -hmm. uh, which has a huge impact on the experience. They're trying to delight end customers through their mobile app. And the more that they can have intelligence about what those users are doing, what's impacting them, you know, maybe what is slowing things down, you know, that's where AppDynamics comes in. Mm -hmm. And that's where we can really help customers like United or you know, some of the leading banks in the world uh, or some of the leading retailers in the world. Mm -hmm. And we're really thankful to have you know, probably 2,000 of the largest companies in the world who work with us on delivering these digital experiences. Yeah, I think that um, employee satisfaction is so important too and something that we don't talk about enough properly. Yeah, it's one of those things that it has a direct impact. You know, it's interesting uh, you know, here in New York and uh, doing different meetings and even just coming into a reception. You know, the receptionist has got scheduling software and a variety of tools and like the efficiency of those tools makes a first impression on a guest in an office. You know, they're trying to find different things and if something's not working, you know, you feel that as a guest. Definitely. And I think employees as hosts uh, of guests and a big part of the brand, uh, they need to have the right tools and efficiency to help. Mm -hmm. So what is the biggest misconception that you think marketers have when it comes to building a technology stack today? You know, it's interesting. There, I think, are a lot of pitfalls uh, in marketing. There are a lot of people out there marketing so many different types of technology solutions that I think, you know, today, marketing technology isn't that mature on many fronts. Mm -hmm. There's been an explosion of tools. There's probably thousands of tools. And I think for a lot of marketers, they can get caught up in the fact that they need to try every latest, hottest thing. When the reality is a lot of things aren't proven. You know, I think there's the core building blocks mm -hmm. of your website and a variety of channels, you know, digitally that come into it. Um, I think people have underestimated 
things like uh, you know the telephone and connecting with people live. People have underestimated you know the connection and physical experiences. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the biggest misconception or problem is you know just technology sprawl. If before you know it, you know you're managing 50 tools. That's a lot of things to keep in sync, sharing data, you know, and working efficiently. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, people need to prioritize and, you know, have a clear and simple strategy for what they want from tech. Absolutely. Now, of course, technology glitches do happen to everyone. So what should marketers do when there is an issue with either a customer facing or a back-end technology? Do they get involved in some way or should they just kind of sit back and wait for IT to solve the problem? I think marketers have to get more involved and I think this is one of the big shifts and you know people are saying that marketers are going to spend more money on technology than IT departments and there's a reason for that mm -hmm. because they're the ones on the hook for the brand and for the experience and I think we all know there's going to be glitches, things are going to go wrong. I think the biggest challenge for marketers is how quickly do you know something went wrong? Mm -hmm. Do you find that out a week later? Do you find that out a month later? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of analytics solutions, while useful, I think there's a huge time lag. And I think one of the things that people really, really need is they need a better real-time system. Mm -hmm. This is one of the areas that we have been working on you know, with our products to try and give marketers and digital officers that real-time early warning system. Because if something is wrong on your website, I want to know in a minute. I'd like to know in seconds. I'd like to know within an hour. I don't want to wait even till the end of the day to see that you know my e-commerce returns you know haven't been very good for the day. Mm -hmm. That's too late. Mm -hmm. And I think giving people that early warning system and the visibility into is it a technical problem or is it a business problem? I think every marketer is going to need that for the next several years. Awesome. Well, Kendall Collins, thank you so much for stopping by the DMN offices and for answering our questions. Again, Kendall is uh, the CMO of App Dynamics, so be sure to check them out. And this has been another DMN one-on-one -on -one podcast. Thanks for listening.